As the women's basketball season comes to a close, we will uh, visit with a few different individuals off of the basketball team. And Maya Shemaleski is our guest for this segment. And uh, Maya, first of all, uh, how have the last few days gone? Uh, basketball on Monday and Tuesday, a uh, high level and uh, high intensity. When did you go back to student teaching uh, at Central Lion? Did you go right back on Wednesday? Was it right back at it Wednesday morning? Yeah, right back at it. Game was over, and I had to think about what I was planning to teach the next day. So it was crazy, but we got it done. What level are you at at Central Lion? I am at a kindergarten to second grade special ed room. What What does that look like? I mean, what what's the day look like for you in terms of that student teaching? Yeah, so in this placement, I stay put in my classroom, and then the kids funnel into my classroom throughout the day, and we focus on reading, math, and social skills. Got to bring some energy, don't you? Every day. Every day. Every day. Let's talk about the basketball season. I think we talked after uh, way back in the presentation game, season opener back in uh, what felt like a very early season opener, mid-October. Does it seem like a long time ago that 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 game happened? Yes, it feels like forever ago. Yeah. (laughs) What... uh, when the season began, lots of ups, lots of downs, trying to figure some things out. Uh, how did uh, how you and the other players on the team manage to stay the course with uh, probably a start that you weren't expecting at 7-6? and six? Yeah, I feel like we just knew we were a very good team. Like looking at all the different pieces we had, we knew we were going to be good, but it was just taking a while for us to get into the rhythm of things. And with that rough start, it kind of got us down in the dumps, but we started to figure things out, and it went up from there. As you started to build some confidence, it was uh, it was the California trip. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the California trip. How was that? Uh, a lot of fun to go on that? Lots of fun. We spent a lot of time down at the beach, on the piers, just looking at all the sights, and then drive to our games, play, probably go out to eat that night, and... Yeah, just hang out as a team. It seemed like this team liked to be around each other. Did you find that? To, it, am I seeing things correctly? 100%. We loved each other. What did? Uh, what was it about this team? Can you put your finger on it at all? What? Uh, why'd they like being around each other so much? I just feel like we were a very like-minded group of people, so we just enjoyed each other's presence, and it was just fun to be around. We treated each other like sisters, and we could joke with each other, mess with each other, and it was all just... A great time. You built a 15-game winning streak from mid-December into February. Did you realize at the time that the wins were starting to pile up like that? Yeah, we started to just say, like, hey, like, let's see how many wins we can get this week. And then, like, this week. And it kept going. We're like, wow, we just keep winning, and our weeks are just looking so good. So we're, like, looking ahead. We're like, it would be important to win these games, and we did it. So, yeah, it was any games that specifically stand out from that stretch? I know that I have a couple in my mind, and if you get if you if you don't have any, I'm going to bring them up and see what you think. But you do you have any games that you have that uh, that stick out specifically in that stretch? Not off the top of my head. Let's hear what you have. I, I have a road win at Dakota Wesleyan where. Yeah. They had a chance to win it at the buzzer, and you held on. The The Corn Palace is a unique place to play and a challenging place to play. Do you remember much about that game? 
Honestly, I really do remember the last play, and Coach always talks to me about it. He's like, well, guess who set a screen on their own player? And I <laughs> ended up setting a screen on my own player for the last play, which was kind of embarrassing, but she didn't make it, so it was okay. Yeah, and then uh, I remember Morningside here in Sioux Center winning that game uh, by, what, 12 or 14 yeah, points. That game. was an important one. And then there was one other one, going to Concordia mm-hmm. and winning a game. Yes. And I guess as a player, it doesn't surprise me that because you're so deeply into it, it's just game after game after game, isn't For sure. it? What What's it like um, practice and preparing for games? I mean, give, give us a little glimpse into a, a college athlete's practice and preparation for games. I mean, you have practice. Do you watch film? Is Are there meetings with coach that takes place or coaches? What What's it look like during the season? Yeah, most of practices at the beginning of the year are just filled with skills and getting to know each other and how we play. Um, then we start before games. So like a Monday would just be a regular practice, getting up and down the court. Tuesday then we'll start to focus on the specifics of a team, like how we're going to guard them, any like defensive changes we're going to make. And then Wednesday would be your game day. Thursday another just get up and down the court. Mm-hmm. Friday scout, back to a game. You make it into the NAI National Championship. You go to Kansas for those two games. What was it like finding out that uh, the team had earned an at-large berth into the NAI National Championship? It was amazing. With that like high of a seed, we're like, wow, like we're meant to be here. We're meant to like rattle some cages, honestly, and just play like we can play. Like they want us here. We earned it, and we have to go and play how we can play. Have you watched the replay of the end of the Sterling game? I have. Yeah. yeah, you got knocked down. You <laughs> sprang back up, and you're looking to try and get back in it. What that last play that sums up how physical it is. Sure. And uh, I think what three or four players on the floor, and you're just scrambling to try and get back up and yeah. defend the shot. The ride home from Kansas. Then I would imagine it was was it a fun ride back home? Did, I mean, what's it like after a big road win like that? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We just joke around on the bus like everyone's so happy so we're like just having a great time we love our like coaches who are driving us and we just all are chatting it up and yeah yeah. then you go to Sioux City start Mm -hmm. playing some games nervous about playing in Sioux City excited what were the emotions going into that I would say I was very nervous but at the same time Honestly, coming in with the seed we were, which a bunch of one and twos and threes we were going to play, we really didn't have anything to lose. So we came in free minds and we were just ready to play. Aaron ended up getting three wins, playing the national championship. Uh, did you see that? I mean, what, did it seem real that you were playing for a national championship? Not at all. I honestly like love my teammates, love my coaches, but at the beginning of the year, I didn't think we would make it this far at all. And to play in a national championship as a senior, couldn't ask for anything else. Game's over, disappointment of a loss. What have the last few days been like? I mean, have you have you been able to just throw yourself into student teaching? Do you find yourself thinking about the season at all? What, what are the last few days like? Honestly, I really just don't know what to do with my time right now. I go to student teaching and I come back and it should be at practice, but there's nothing to do, so I just find myself trying to walk around or go for a walk or do something to just like fill that empty space in my day. How did you end up at Dort for this four-year career? I mean, uh, coming out of Mayor, Minnesota, mm-hmm. how'd you end up at Dort? 
I found out about Dort through Coach Lindbergh, who recruited me my yeah senior year of high school, and I came on campus, went on a little tour, and I was like, Mom, like this is where I want to be. It was one of those where you just like we're on campus, and you're like, Wow, I love it here, and yeah. What have you always been a elementary ed major? Yes. Was that that was set from the start? Yep. Why why are you drawn to that? I just love the children and getting to build relationships with all of them. And just everyone has their own story. So being able to relate to these children is just amazing. For your basketball career, um, Coach Lindbergh recruited you. Then Mm -hmm. you go through, and you knew at the time that Coach Harmson was going to be the head coach. What's it been like playing for Coach Harmson? It's been great. He has shaped me into the person I am today. He's helped me with not only basketball things, but also life things. And I've grown like such a deep relationship with him that I feel comfortable going to talk to him and just honestly like messing around with him at the same time. Like we just are on that level where he's just like almost a father figure in our lives. What, um, did you miss a game through the course of your career? I did not. Never missed a game. Never missed All a those game. times that you hit the floor and got knocked <laughs> down or uh, ran into someone on a screen, you right. never missed a game. I did not. What can you attribute that to? I mean, have you always, in high school, did you miss games at all? Not that I can recall. Never had trouble with injury or anything like that? No. Basketball always your favorite? It was. Yeah? Yeah. What else? Did you do anything else in high school athletically? Volleyball and softball. But it was always basketball. Yeah. It was Why, a toss-up between basketball and volleyball, yeah. but yeah. Why basketball? I'm just a fast person, so I think yeah. being able to just, like volleyball, you don't really run. So like I could at least use my speed in basketball, sure. and yeah. Okay. So you graduate in about five or six weeks, somewhere in there. What happens then? Honestly, I don't know what the summer holds. I'm going to look for a job, I don't know, part-time, start preparing resources for a classroom that I have to decorate come August. So. And where are you going to be teaching? Sheboygan Christian in Wisconsin. How, f- um, what, what drew you to Sheboygan Christian? I just have friends who live in Wisconsin. My roommate is also teaching at Sheboygan Christian. Okay. So just, yeah, friends. Little little level of security there as well. For sure. What you've got, uh, you're, you're with someone at some point this summer, and you are the elevator speech, 30 seconds. Would you... Uh, one, would you encourage them to come to Dort? And two, if yes, what would you tell them the reasons why? I would 100% encourage them to come to Dort. I have formed so many friendships here with just lifelong friends that I'm going to have throughout the rest of my life. And I think everyone needs a friend who they can count on, have the support from, and I have found those. So Dort has been just a great place to build those relationships. And also professors here are amazing at helping you be like confident in what you want to do. So like I was pretty sure I wanted to be a teacher, but it wasn't one of those things that was set in stone. And talking with the profs and getting my foot in the door, they have been amazing with helping me find my path. Maya Shemaleski, graduating senior, Dort women's basketball team. We'll have more in a moment. As we continue visiting with uh, seniors in the athletic department, we will talk women's basketball with Riley Van Holzen, member of the Dort University women's basketball team. We're about a week out from the the end of the season, and uh, Riley uh, has it sunk in that the season, uh, in terms of having practices and games and road trips and all that kind of stuff, has it sunk in that the season's over at this point. 
Um, it has been a little weird, honestly, especially, um, coming back from student teaching. I'm always like ready to go right to practice and see all the girls and see the team. And it is weird not to see them every day and have that be such a like prevalent part of your life. So that part has been a little weird, but I know, um, rest was also much needed, I think for the team after everything that all the excitement that had happened. So yeah, it's been a little weird, but I think also a little needed. So. We'll, we'll talk about the tournament run in just a little bit. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the season as a whole. And uh, for you, this season did not go as planned. Uh, <laughs> not quite. <laughs> a, a knee injury back. Mm-hmm. Uh, when was the knee injury? When did that happen? Um, it happened beginning of December. Yeah. I want to say December 2. And then I ended up, um, I got COVID, so I couldn't have surgery for a while. I ended up having surgery January 14, I want to say. So about a month later. How's the recovery coming? Um, Honestly, really good. I could not be happier with it. Things seem to be going like as planned. I'm right where I should be. And I get to jog in about a week. Never (laughs) thought I'd be that excited to jog, but it's been really good. Well, that's, that's great. And you've been, you've been down this road before, unfortunately, you've got, you've got matching scars on those knees. Yep. All about symmetry. That's all I wanted. Actually, I did my right ACL junior year of high school. And so about five years ago. Um, And so, yeah, I've done this before, which I think has helped a little bit just in the rehab process of knowing where I should be, what pain is okay, what pain is not okay, and things like that. So I do think that has helped a bit. And yeah, now my knees are matching, so yeah. that's good. <laughs> you were you were playing regularly when the injury occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about the transition from being part of the rotation and playing uh, three to five minutes in the first half mm-hmm. and another three to five minutes in the second half to mm-hmm. not being involved in that part of the game any longer. How was that transition? Honestly, I have like in my four years at Dort, um, really come to understand that, you know, like basketball is great and it is an amazing part of life, but it's not all of your life also. So um, I was really happy, honestly, to be able to still be part of it and still encourage them. I had a lot of friends down at the end of the bench. We had such a good time just like going crazy, getting hype and cheering for the girls. Um, Obviously, I I miss the game. I miss playing. I even miss just being able to go like just play pickup, you Mm -hmm. know, something fun and just kind of the reminders of, oh, like I, this is why I loved basketball and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So there was a part of it that was a little sad um, to let that go. But then again, you know, I was about to let it go in a couple months. Mm-hmm. So it was going to happen um, either way. And so it was hard. I did love basketball, but it was still a joy just to be part of the program and to be in it. So Watching things from a different vantage point, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, coaching interest you at all? Or is that something <laughs> that you're thinking, nah? Probably not. Honestly, I think with who I am, I could definitely see myself. I'd love to be like an assistant, you know, kind of still be that encouraging voice, like the excited, let's go. I don't think strategy is like my best gift, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So I don't know if I could ever really be a head coach of something really serious. But I would love to, you know, be on board, help out if, yeah, the opportunity came up. So let's talk about this season uh, games. And again, you watched it from a different vantage point. Mm team got on a roll uh went yeah. a lot of wins in a row at one point mm-hmm. any wins any games throughout the course of the year that stick out that you remember or oh, is it a blur is it too i mean <laughs> it, it, i i look back and i if i stop and think about certain games and times mm-hmm. i can think yeah that was a big win but mm-hmm. at the same time it's more a body of work are there any right. games that stick out to you i mean off the top of my head, all I what I really remember is that, you know, getting into like 
November, December, we kind of hit a bit of a rough patch. And we kind of got to this point where we were like, okay, are we going to write the same story, you know, as we have been in the past? Or, you know, are we going to like turn the page or even write a new book, you know, and create something different? And um, I think that page kind of started to turn like in California. And then those games continuing is just like, as we continued to win, we kind of realized like, oh, like we have a potential here. And there was a lot of belief there. So I honestly not one specific game I would say comes to mind. It was all kind of a blur. It all Mm -hmm. happened really fast. Um, But I just think that accumulation of like a win after a win, then all of a sudden it was like, oh, this is a streak. This is cool. And then Mm -hmm. all that building up really, I think, built our confidence as well. Postseason play make the NAI National Championship field one of Mm -hmm. 64 teams. Yeah. Um, Go down to Kansas and Wichita. Yes. Um, Big win, obviously, first game. Mm -hmm. And then... uh, pretty tense with Sterling. Oh my goodness. What was that feeling like watching as those final seconds unfolded and shots in the air, buzzer mm-hmm. sounds, and it's like, oh, we're going to Sioux City. What was that feeling like? That was incredible. Honestly, it's so weird to be sitting there and just know like one shot determines <laughs> like the rest of your career. You know, you're just like, oh my goodness. And like, Everyone there, whether you're... Welcome to athletics. Right? You're just like, oh my goodness, on the edge of your seat. And everyone there, whether you were playing or whether you're on the bench, like everyone just wanted it so bad. And so I think there was just a lot of desire, like, please just don't go in. Like, (laughs) let us get one more. Because at that point, you know, we didn't really, like... We didn't have, I don't think, a ton of expectations as to how far we were going to make it. We were all thankful to be there. And so every time it was like, goodness, we get one more game. Like, we mm-hmm. get one more game. And that was just so cool and so fun. Like, oh, we get one more week together. We get, And that was a huge blessing. So it was terrifying. I it was very, very nervous, but also, yeah, exhilarating to get that win and then to keep going. So beat Campbellsville and then played the Masters. Mm-hmm. Did you have did you have a connection with somebody I on the did. Masters team? Yes. What so was that? I actually went to high school um with one of their posts who came off the bench. She was okay. a freshman when I was a senior, so she's a freshman now. Sure. Um very good. Her name is Lexi Hernandez. Um yeah. and her sister plays basketball too. They were all awesome athletes. So it was kind of fun to reconnect. Mm-hmm. I walked into the Tyson um just to watch some games and I saw their whole family and it sure. was, it's just cool to see someone from your hometown, you know? And and so that was really fun and really sweet to see. And I like I was sad for her because she was sad her season ended, but mm-hmm. she's got so many years left. So that's going to be super cool for her too. Excited to see where that program goes. They were a really good team. So yeah, it was fun to see that. Make it through the weekend. You had a day to regroup and then <laughs> Southeastern on that Monday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I still find it hard to come up with words to describe the end of that game. Yeah, that... It, um, Ashton rolling her ankle, not being mm-hmm. full speed, um, giving up an eight or nine point lead, yeah. and then it comes down to a free throw at the end, and again the ball's hanging in the air. What's mm-hmm. what's what's going to happen? Yeah, no, that was insane. I think that was probably one of my favorite, and maybe it's just because it's so fresh in my mind, but one of my favorite games ever to be at because the the crowd was insane and the game was so up and down. You were so engaged the whole entire time. She was like, "Oh no, like what's going to happen?" Where are we going to go? And yeah, it hung in the balance of one free throw. So it kind of reminds you like, you know, all those times you stay after practice to do your free throws, like it all, it builds up and it does come like down to those games and those moments. And so that was probably the fastest my heart has raced in a long time, (laughs) considering I can't run or do anything. Um, So they definitely, yeah, we got a sweat going down there on the bench, (laughs) but it was 
yeah, it was just incredible and kind of surreal. Like, I don't think anyone could believe, like, we're going to the championship. Like, yeah. I don't think really for anyone it sunk in, like, how big of a deal it is to make it to, like, national championship game. Mm-hmm. Like, best in the country kind of type thing. And we never thought that would happen. So everyone was, I think, just kind of blown away by that. But it was so cool. Season has concluded now. Um, what's you're, you're back to student teaching yep. and back to that grind? Yeah, student teaching um, has been awesome. I'm in a fifth grade room right now. And so back to just, you know, like the full days. <laughs> we were gone for so long, I kind of forgot like what mm-hmm. it was like. So, you know, that we had that championship game Tuesday night. And then um, Wednesday morning was back at it in sure. the room with all the kids. And so that was a quick turnaround. But it's been so good. And I love it. Um, and now... After school, I do still come to the rec every day to do my PT. I see Lindsay, our trainer, a lot, and that's been super fun. So I will still definitely be around, um, and hopefully we'll pop into postseason stuff. But, yeah, schedule is kind of just student teaching, PT and exercise, you know, plan, hang out with my friends for the one last month we have together, and then sleep and do it again. So. Did your fifth graders know what you were playing? They did. And it was really cute. They kind of helped me keep perspective because I came back and they were like, did you win your basketball game? Because like they didn't really understand, I think, what was going on, but mm-hmm. they knew we had a game, you know, and they're like, did you win? And I was like, actually, no, you know, we ended up getting second. And they were so cute because they were like, oh, like second's not that bad. Like, great job. <laughs> and like after coming off of how sad it was in mm-hmm. the moment to lose, you kind of realize like, oh, yeah, you know what? Like, Second's not that bad. Like, we made it. Like, that was an incredible run. And so it was kind of, I think, good for me to come back. And they were also encouraging. They were just like, oh, that's not bad. Like, great job. And I was like, thanks, guys. (laughs) You're awesome. So, yeah. What's next after graduation? Oh, I'm actually, um, I signed a contract actually while we were in Kansas. It was a wild turn of events. Um, I'm going to be teaching at Sheboygan Christian um, in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Um, Maya Shmoleski, who's also on the team, is also going to be teaching there. So we're going to move there and room together, which or live together, which I'm so excited about. Um, Michaela DeYoung, who's also a manager, yeah. she's going to be in grad school about an hour away. Okay. So um, it's really cool that like I'm super excited about the school and the community. I think it's really a place where I can use my gifts to you know like help the school out, but also be enveloped um, in a really Christian, godly community, and just cool that like I get to keep those relationships and those friendships too. So, yeah. In about six weeks, you'll be able to call yourself a Dort grad. Weird. <laughs> yeah. What um, what advice do you give a high school senior that's considering Dort as a potential landing spot for them? Oh, man. Um, What's your elevator speech? 30 <laughs> seconds. You t- turn into a recruiter. What uh, Would you encourage someone to give it a try? Okay. I would definitely encourage them to just come give it a visit um, and let yourself be welcomed in by the people here because that's really, I think, um, what makes Dort different than the rest is just how loved you are by like the student body, the professors, um, the athletic department, the coaches. I can't say enough how much this place has become like a home and like a family. Um, which was really meaningful to me because I came from far away. And so, you know, my family was gone when I came here. Um, but I quickly found that, you know, like the people here are so ready to welcome you and to love you and you will be supported here. And I think that's a really cool thing. And so, yeah, I would just say, you know, don't count it out. Sioux Center, Iowa, it's not awful, <laughs> not the worst. Um, and just be open to like all the love that Dart has to give. And like, I think when you like you'll receive that love and then I feel like you'll feel empowered to give out that love and live out you know like Christ calling to love him and be his disciple and love his people so I think I've definitely been equipped to do that here and if that's what you know you're looking for in life then definitely would suggest or 
So Riley, thanks for the last four years. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. It's been a pleasure. As we continue to wrap up the women's basketball season, we are going to visit with Ashton Verbeek. Ashton, a key component on this past season's team, and uh, we're a little over a week out from the end of the year. And Ashton, the one question I start with most people is, what are you doing with your time now that basketball season is over? Uh, is there a void? Is there enough things to keep you busy? Uh, how are you adjusting to no basketball right now? Yeah, it's definitely a weird feeling once class gets done, not having to go to the gym and to work out. Missing quite a bit of school with making it to nationals, both Kansas and Sioux City. I have some stuff to catch up on, so just finishing my schoolwork, and that's kind of kept me a little bit busy. But yeah, it's a weird feeling knowing that I don't have to go get ready for practice or lifting after school. The season took a turn right around Christmas, uh, started to string some wins together, uh, what was that like when those wins started to uh, get linked together and you win two, you win three, you win four? What what was that like to be a part of that team when that was happening? Yeah, that was awesome. After going through um, a little bit of a rough patch in December, we didn't really know what the end of the season or the remainder of the season was going to look like. And Harms had had a meeting with us and sat us down and laid it out and was like, I think we can really get on a roll here. And that's exactly what we did. I think we won like 13 or so games in a row. And that was so much fun um, getting those wins with the girls. And some of them were huge ones that Dort basketball has never beaten teams like Morningside before. So it was just an awesome feeling and a lot of fun. Got a win over Morningside. I uh, remember a win over Dakota Wesleyan where you had a hot first half. They made a run back at you and needed a defensive stand at the end. And that kind of became a theme for this team, having to make defensive stops at the end. I think of that. I think of College of St. Mary, an overtime game. Um, I think of the Sterling contest. And really, the the defense for this team really started to pick up and click. And uh, what was it about this group that you were able to play pretty good team defense? Can you put your finger on it? Um, I think we just learned it in practice. Harmson really pushed us to get those stops and not letting them attack the paint and get open looks from three. And so we put a lot of pressure on it in practice and consequencing us when we weren't getting it done. And so I think that's what it stemmed from is just having to really dive deep in practice and get stops there so that it translated into a game. In Kansas, you had the blowout win to start, and then you played Sterling. You were on the floor that last play of the uh, of the game. Um, what's it like when that ball's up in the air hanging there and uh, looks like it could just as well go in and come up short? Yeah, I mean, oh, crazy things happened on that last play, and luckily she didn't make that last shot. I think that's all it really just comes down to. I don't think they drew it up the way they wanted to get that shot off, and defensively we didn't expect multiple girls to be on the floor <laughs> from either team, and so at the end of the day it just – fell in our favor that she missed that shot. No real surprise that Maya was one of them that ended up on the floor, is it? <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> and yeah. that Gracie caused a couple other, or uh, Janie caused a couple other ones to fall. I mean, uh, those things are pretty much in character for those two, right? Yeah, I mean, looking back at it, you could see Janie just bulldoze over some girls <laughs> to try to get to where she wanted to go, which led to a lot of people hitting the floor and mass chaos. But luckily, it ended in our favor. <laughs> You make it to Sioux City, uh, you get on a roll there as well, a blowout win to start things, and then the Masters, and then Southeastern, and then Thomas Moore. And what was it like preparing for progressively better teams as the tournament went along? I mean, the Masters was good, but Southeastern was better. Southeastern was good, 
Thomas More was better. What was it like having to elevate each time? Yeah, it's kind of a different thing than we're used to because each day you only have like the night and the next morning to prepare because the games were just consecutive night after night. And so playing against such awesome teams, it really was more of a mental side we had to focus on of reading the scout, watching their film because we weren't going to have three days to prepare and practice and talk about these guys. It was just, yeah, that day we had to really focus and learn on as much as we could but at the end of the day it came down to like how hard we played and the effort we put in on the court and so yeah it was a lot of fun how's the ankle doing yeah it's pretty swollen um i don't think playing the last game was any help to it but i mean it's the last game you can't just sit out for that right you've had a tremendous season single season record holder for points rebounds block shots and those are just a few how how did that happen? I mean, I, I understand it's, I mean, you're very gifted, very skilled, but I'm guessing there's more to it than just you, Ashton, doing that on your own. Yeah, I mean, obviously I needed to have great teammates around me to get me to those um, accomplishments. And it wouldn't have happened if we weren't winning all these games either. We got a number of more games than most of the other girls I've played at Dort. And so it just... Is a tribute to the awesome team that I got to play with and all the wins that we ended up getting, which continued to make us go further and further. Started your career in Lincoln at the University of Nebraska. Played two years there. What brought you back? Uh, what, what brought you here after your sophomore season? Yeah, I had two good years at Nebraska. I honestly wouldn't trade it for anything, but after my sophomore year, I just really did some praying and thinking about what I wanted and I missed home, my family and friends, and I'd come down and visit them at Dort and just saw the awesome culture and um, family atmosphere it was here and saw how Harmson had kind of turned the program around already in two years. And so I knew if I came here, like, there would be a lot of success, and that was something that drew me and just being closer to home and my family. And, yeah, I'm so glad I made that choice, and it's been awesome. There have been teams over the course of my career here where they're ready to be done. The season is long enough. They're tired of their, for lack of a better word, you get tired of your teammates. I didn't get the sense with this group. You played the season as long as you could. What was this group like to play with? Yeah, it was awesome. We had great team chemistry. Um, Right from the get-go, the freshmen really just gelled in and bonded with the team and we had a lot of different personalities and characters on the team, but it just really gelled well together, and everyone had the same goal in mind, and we knew that it would take loving on each other and working our hardest for each other to get there. And so having a team where everyone is on the same page and wants to get as far as we can um, for the girl next to you was awesome, and that's part of the reason we got as far as we did. Conclusion of the season brought a decision for you as well because you are graduating in May. You'll have your degree in business in May, correct? Yep. And you could return to play basketball if things fell into place, or you could go on, get married, and start post-college life. You have elected to start post-college life after graduation. Tough decision to make? Yeah, I mean, of course. Basketball has been my life for the past like 15 years, I guess. And so it was a tough choice, but honestly, the way we ended this season and how great of a run we had, and it was just so many good memories along the way. It 
made me more at peace with the decision because, yeah, we ended just about as good as we could have ever imagined. And, yeah, I just would never change that. and take I don't take that for granted. Wedding plans coming along okay? Yeah, now that basketball's done, we're going to start. <laughs> That's going to be taking some of my time, too. And tell our listeners, who are you getting married to? Uh, Logan Klein. Baseball player? Baseball player from Wyoming. He's looking for a job, too, I would imagine. Yep. What's he majoring in? Engineering. Okay, so you are uh, open to going anywhere, want to stay in the area? What are you thinking? Oh, we're trying to stay in the area. There's not um, tons of engineering jobs around here, I guess, but we we have some opportunities for him, and so we're just waiting to see on those. But, yeah, we'll see where it takes us. And you, business degree, what what would you like to do? Uh, hoping to find a job at a bank or something like that. And if anything works with coaching volleyball, I'd love to be the assistant to my mom next year at Western. So, mm. Okay. Well, Ashton, thanks for your time, and uh, congratulations on a fantastic season and a fantastic career. Thank you.